This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome this afternoon to I Work For Him. You know, today is a very special day, and Jim's not going to kill me for saying this, I don't think. No, right here on the air. too far away. I can't reach you. I just want to wish you a very happy birthday, Jim. Um, it, You know, it's great that you are on the air with all of our listeners on your birthday. So um, I yeah, love you. it's my you. birthday, and I'm having a party. Are you? What nope. kind of cake are we going to have? Well, you know, we're going to have a Dairy Queen Blizzard cake. Okay. Uh, let's make choco cherry lub that's what we're gonna have that's right <laughs> that's what's gonna happen we love the dairy queen ice cream cake for a birthday that's what we're gonna have that's right i can't wait so After happy the birthday show. to you that's right we okay. have to get through this show first and right. then you get your just ice cream. know this however you are listening to the show today whether you're listening on the air on one of our phenomenal radio broadcast stations or maybe you're listening as we stream online off of the website iworkforhim.com that's iwork the number four him.com maybe you're listening on iHeartRadio, or maybe you're listening to the podcast just know we've prayed for you ahead of time that mm-hmm. something we say today that something that's said by our guest today will just cause you to pause to recognize the power of God in our lives and the fact that he wants to get involved in the intimate details of our lives. Martha, we're always looking for people to connect with us. What's your favorite way for people to connect with us today? Well, today I want to encourage our listeners to use our I Work For Him listener line and they can call and wish you a happy birthday. So they can call 866-713-9675. Please don't sing. 866-713-WORK. And I think you deserve for people to sing to you because you sing what to a lot of... What have I done to of, deserve that? You sing to a lot of people on their birthdays. So, um, But, you know, we love to hear from you and we love to know what's God's doing in your life. And that's just one of many different ways that we have is an opportunity for people to connect with us. So 866-713-WORK is our I Work For Him listener line. You know, living out your faith doesn't always come with earthly rewards. In fact, Jesus promised us that we would have trouble on this earth. I'm not quite sure where that gets missed in some of the sermons where people are like, yeah, if you follow Jesus, everything's going to, you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Yeah, that's, there's not the promise there. That didn't work out for Paul. But how do, we, how do we prepare for the trouble? How do we get ready for the trouble on earth? How do we make sure that we're ready when things just don't go the way that we think they should? I believe that's where the prayer, care, share lifestyle promoted by Love 2020 and I work for him. That becomes the key. If we're living out our lives in prayer, nothing will be too much for us because we're used to leaning on our Heavenly Father. Today, we're going to hear about living out that lifestyle from a couple in South Carolina, Craig and Hazel Dance. They run a company, a charter coach company called Champion Coach. You can check it out online, championcoach.com. It hasn't always been easy for them. And of course, Kathy Branzell with Love 2020 brings us this interview. Kathy Branzell, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, friends. Good to be back with you. You know, Kathy, it's always great. You bring great interviews for us. You you, you know so many people around the country. And, and, and now that you are the the president of the National Day of Prayer Task Force, as well as the National Director for Love 2020, I want to ask this question. In your past, several years ago, you had a battle with cancer and survived. Many times we don't get to know the why or the impact that that cancer, why, why we even went through all that mess. 
How has your battle with cancer prepared you for the roles that you are fulfilling today at the National Day of Prayer and Love 2020? I think it gives me a platform to talk about perseverance and to live out faith. Um, you know, when I, when I was with you back in May, we uh, had the show and you kept talking about the summer drought of faith that people took vacation, you know, and how church things, cut, uh, you know, would, would slow down or cut out completely um, in our summer months. And I just, in this month of July, I would say I want to bring this to a summer saturation of faith and love. And, and, and so those hard times, that, that trip, the 14 years of cancer, and then I'll also remind you, then a year later, after I was healed, my son, was diagnosed with blood cancer, mm-hmm. and he had to go through that journey again, that to be able to walk out your faith when it's not easy, those are your testimony times. You know, fruit grows in the valley, not on the mountaintops. And so to have a compassion, not only for the person who is um, going through the hard time, but the caregiver um, going through the hard time, going through that diagnosis, going through that devastation, going through that financial difficulty, going through, um, you know, just what whatever it is. But to know that the unchanging God walks through it with us and carries us through our changing circumstances, and to know that when we walk that out in faith and love and trust, that that gives us a tremendous testimony. Um, to share with others. Yeah, it gives me an idea for a future show. Maybe the famous Russ Branzell can join us on a future mm. Love 2020 show where we could talk about that journey and the the tough part it was for him as dad and husband of sure. two of his loved ones mm. having to walk through the cancer battle. Kathy, you have some amazing guests for us today. Would you go ahead and yeah. introduce them for us? Oh, I'm so excited to have Hazel and Craig Dance here with us today. For several reasons. First of all, they are prayer warriors. They are good friends of ours from the National Day of Prayer. They live just up the road from um, from me in South Carolina. We love them so much, not just because they are Georgia Bulldog fans, but because they are followers of Jesus Christ. And um, also, they have a tremendous story that I want them to share, because here at I Work For Him, we're always wanting to make sure people understand what they do Every day matters to the kingdom, that your workplace isn't just your mission field so that you can share the love and message of Jesus Christ with others, but what you actually do, the product you produce, the work that you do, matters to the kingdom. And Craig and Hazel have an incredible story that I want them to share with I Work For Him listeners about, first of all, how obedience in very difficult situations, but living out your faith, no matter what, without compromise, um, how they made that decision together um, that felt like it could be disastrous, but God turned it into a great blessing and a great business. And then also we'll share about then how the overflow of that great blessing has blessed so many others in ministry. So I want you to welcome Craig and Hazel Dance. Craig and Hazel, thank you so much for joining us on I Work For Him. We're glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Awesome. So, you know, one of the first things that we do um, when we have a new guest on the show is help our listeners and ourselves get to know you a little better. And we want to hear about your faith journey. Um, Hazel, why don't we start with you? How did you become a follower of Jesus Christ? Okay, well, it um, 
starts when I was about 13 years old. Um, I gave my life to Christ. Um, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, went to church, um, not regularly, but um, my mother kept us in church. My father passed away um, when I was nine, mm. and it was just my mother and my brother and three sisters. Um, very difficult time. Um, we didn't have a, a lot of money, um, just a lot of hand-me-downs and, and sharing things. But um, uh, my mother had us. She wasn't. Um, she was a believer, but wasn't faithfully going to church. But she had us going to church. Mm. So the mm. church bus would come by and pick us up and take us to church. Um, so I gave my life to Christ when I was 13, but didn't really know what that meant because I was not surrounded by Christian friends. Um, but later in my early 20s, when I was 22, um, I just found myself um, out of a broken relationship just just crying out to, to God. And I got on my knees and I said, I said, Lord, I said, I don't really know who you are, um, but I want to know who you are. So I got on my knees and I just asked Christ, just to come into my life and just show me who he was. Send people to teach me about you. That's what my prayer was. Send, send someone to teach me about you. And he was faithful to do that. Um, later, a um, couple years later, I met a lovely couple that I actually were my employers. Um, they hired me, and they were Christians and just started... Um, sharing with me their faith, and I got involved with their church. Um, so that's really how the Lord was faithful in answering that prayer and and sent me exactly what I prayed for. Mm-hmm. What I love about that story is that it was your employer who ended up really discipling you and teaching you about Jesus. And when you prayed that prayer, was Craig part of that story somewhere in there? Craig was not part of that story. <laughs> He came, he came a few years later, um, but um, God knew he was part of my story. So anyway, um, we ended up meeting several years later, um, dating for about six months and getting married. And in October, we'll be celebrating our 30th anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. 30 years. That's awesome. 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 Okay. So Craig, here's a question for you. We always ask this question of every first-time guest on I Work For Him because it's the most important story that we share. How did you become a Jesus follower? Okay, so my story is exactly the opposite of Hazel's. I did grow up in a Christian home, and my dad was one of the most, and still is, he's still living today, is one of the most godly men that I know, and uh, he led me to Christ. I don't remember the exact day or time or my age, but I know where it was back in his bedroom beside his chair. And so I grew up around the gospel and uh, followers of Jesus and just kind of took that track in my life. Although I did, wasn't always a follower, I, was, I knew that I was saved and that I was a Christian, but I certainly um, was the black sheep of the family, to say the least. <laughs> and uh, it was really when I met Hazel uh, that I got serious about my relationship with the Lord. Uh, she really challenged me and still does today. Um, and, and when I met her, I knew immediately that she was the one that I wanted to marry. And it was what I saw inside of her, um, was Jesus that I saw inside of her. And that brought me even closer uh, to the Lord and continues to even to this day. 
So I, I love that Hazel made you want to be a better follower of Jesus. And that's really what marriage is all about, isn't it? Both of you refining each other and challenging you each to deeper faith. That's correct. So 30 years. Let's just talk about it. You guys work together every day at Champion Coach, right? We do. Okay. Every single day. Every single day. And Martha and I get that. We work alongside each other. And, and then we, you guys, I don't, do you guys ever go on coach tours in the bus together? Are you guys ever in the bus driving down the road together? Well, we, I don't have a, I don't have a license to drive, so we don't go in driving together. What we typically You don't have a license to drive a bus is what you mean, right? I do not have a license to drive a bus. Okay. He might drive a car. I was just checking, <laughs> clarifying if we have something else we need to talk about on the air today. All right. Well, I mean, the point is Martha and I travel the country in a metal tube with four wheels. You send people across the country in a metal tube with a 10 wheels. So is it a 10 wheels? Two, four, five, six, eight, that's eight, eight, eight wheels. Excuse me. Sorry. I was trying to do it on the air live here. Okay. All right. So <laughs> math. How, tough math. how do you keep your marriage fresh and protected from your work each and every day? Cause there's a lot of demands running a big company like champion coach. Hazel, how does Craig protect your marriage from the business? You know, we we work very well together. Um, we there's a lot of challenges, daily challenges. Um, our our biggest issue, I think, we work well during the day together. It's when we get home, and a lot of times we want to continue the day and continue conversations and. Um, Currently, we have one daughter left at home. Our, our two grown sons have graduated from college. They have jobs and, and work out. Um, but we have a daughter. She's at Clemson, a sophomore, a rising junior. Um, and we have to be conscious to leave work at work and not carry on those conversations at home. So we preoccupy ourselves with maybe gardening or yard work, um, just different things that bring enjoyment to us that are not work-related. So I guess that's, that's pretty much how we balance things of work and home is that we just try to keep work at work and then home at home. So let's talk about your work for a minute. Give us a little bit of history, like how long have you guys been in business together? I know we're going to get into your story as to what Kathy, you know, why she thought our I Work For Him listeners really need to hear your story. But how long have you guys been actually working together in at um, your company, Coach. Champion Coach? So we, we, excuse me, we started Champion Coach, um, we're in our 21st year of business now. So we've been, and we worked together really from day one. We both started it together, and it's been uh, a, a team effort from day one. So who's the boss? She is. Okay. But uh, don't... He says that all the time. Yeah. I will add that in the early years, we started in September 1998. In the early years, um, we have three children, um, Matthew, Jake, Banana. And at the time, they were young, so I worked at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, there again. I was very conscious. I was I was sitting at home one day, and I was on the computer, and I was um, just working away. And and I had two little um, toddlers um, playing in the floor, and and I looked down at them, and I thought, you know what? I'm at home, but I'm not really at home. Um, because my mind was on work and, and just building this business that we had started together. Um, so at that 
at that time, I said, you know, I'm going to let Craig handle the business um, for a while, and I'm just going to be a mom um, because I was I was torn between the two. Um, a lot of moms do really well at balancing that, and hats off to them because that's a challenge and that is hard work. Um, but I just wanted to be a mom for a little bit. So um, I kind of turned things over to, to Craig at the office, and I cleaned off my desk, and I just um, became a stay-home mom and took care of the kids and got involved in school. And those were very, very wonderful years for me. Um, they didn't last long, um, just until all the kids got into school, and then I and I started helping um, Craig with the business again. But um, anyway, it's... Well, it's, it's quite a privilege, though, that you had to be able to be home with your kids and for you to recognize that, hey, work will always be here, but my kids will not. And, and so many of us get so caught up in our work, and I am guilty of that. It, we, Craig, it's so easy to get caught up in work that, that work becomes an addiction and, and home becomes a, 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 a distraction or a disruption in what we love to do each and every day. Do you ever struggle with that? Where you're like, hey, I like to work going home. It's a mess. I don't control that. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know, I don't struggle as much with being um, obsessed with the business like I used to. It, it used to really control everything that I did. And uh, I think that I've got some good people around me that's helped me to get away from that a little bit. And uh, I've learned not to worry as much about it as I used to, but it's still always there. Our business is 24-7, 365. It never stops. So on Christmas Day, New Year's Day, Thanksgiving Day, the wheels are turning all the time. So it's very, it is a very demanding business, but it's also very rewarding. And um, you know, I, I think one of the greatest parts of it is, is us being at, my wife and I being able to share it together and do it together and you know you asked who was the boss and i said her but there's really not a boss we do it all together and uh and we're a team together well and you could have brought up the sunday school answer to jesus is the boss because there's that song jesus take the wheel and in your world that's a real thing <laughs> so i mean it, it's i mean it's it's incredible when you say the wheels are turning all year long i mean that's what you've got you've got how many buses do you guys have how many coaches excuse me do you have out there on the road at any one point in time we as of today we have thirty six uh, coaches. And are you, they running all over the country? Or do you do you focus on the East Coast? Where, where where do you take people? It's more it's more East Coast, but we have a very large footprint that actually covers about half the country. We service major league baseball teams up into uh, heavily up into Chicago and Milwaukee and down into Houston and Dallas um, and up as far north as uh, Washington, Baltimore, and as far south as Miami. Wow, that's fantastic. All right, well, let's do a little plug for championcoach.com. People who are listening today, maybe they're thinking about uh, taking a, 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 a short-term missions trip across the country. or they're th- I mean, do you guys do – what kind of things can our audience get involved with and utilize in Champion Coach? Do you ever have time to do things other than sports events or sports teams? Uh, yeah, Jim. Um, we do a lot of church team, uh, church groups. Um, we do um, youth groups going to um, different youth camps throughout the summer. Young Life um, is a big um, client of ours. Um, but a lot of church, um, summer camps, um, school groups, um, April and May are really busy months for school groups going to Washington, D.C., or hmm. Orlando. 
Um, so there's a lot of a lot of fun things going on as well. So you, and National Day of Prayer use them. I'm I'm looking forward to sharing about all the National Day of Prayer Pray for America bus tours. So we've used Champion Coaches personally for our church, for our youth trips, uh, Love 2020 uh, to get people from the airport to uh, our our windshape retreat a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. So they do all kinds of great things. So make sure you check them out online, championcoach.com, championcoach.com. Here we go with an I work for him listening uh, update. If you need bus tours, you need a coach, championcoach.com. You listen to I work for him as we're celebrating love 2020 in our summer prayer care share campaign. This summer, you've got an opportunity to make an impact where you are. Do not suffer from summer faith drought syndrome. Join up for the summer prayer care share campaign. Kathy Branzell's back with us. Kathy, how can people take the prayer care share lifestyle and infiltrate their summer routine with it? That's right. I want this to be a summer faith and love saturation time. So take that extra time that you have, the extra hours of sunshine, get to know your neighbors, invite the people from your workplace over, get to know them, let them know you've been praying for them, find out uh, different ways. Look around your neighborhood. Maybe there's a house and you're like, oh my gosh, why don't they ever weed? Why, Why is their lawn so high? Go knock on the door. You don't know what you don't know. So find out how you can love and serve people and then share the love and message of Jesus Christ with them throughout the summer in your community, your workplace, wherever you're hanging out, working out, shopping, at your pool, on vacation, in line at your favorite amusement park, wherever you are. Let someone experience the love of Christ through you. You know, one of the ways in our old neighborhood, one of the ways we got to meet a lot of neighbors is I like to wash my car by hand. And what's funny is whenever you're washing your car by hand, what do the neighbors say when they walk by? Hey, Hey, you want to come wash mine? Yes, they always say that. (laughs) How about this for a prayer care share put into action idea? When somebody says that, say, bring it on by. I'd be happy to wash your car. Of course, they never will, but it will allow you to have a conversation. But maybe they will. I mean, I've washed people's cars before. I mean, I don't care. I mean, it takes five minutes to wash a car. It's not a big deal. Uh, But what about that idea? That's a cool idea. Kathy Branzell, you you have brought on some, you've invited some incredible guests for us today. Why don't you reintroduce them and then lead them off and in, in where we want to take the conversation today? Absolutely. Now, I'm not sure you'd want these people to bring their car by for you to wash it. <laughs> it would be a giant bus. But I have had the privilege of spending hundreds of hours on their bus. And one of my favorite things to do was to go through the bus wash. And so the rest of the National Day of Prayer team would laugh at me every time I'd be like, I think the bus needs washing. But anyway, this is Craig and Hazel Dance from Champion Coaches in South Carolina. They are dear friends. They are good friends to the National Day of Prayer and also to Russ and myself. They are prayer warriors, and they have this incredible story that I want Craig to share with us now about how um, in his life, in his business uh, career, that he hit uh, a place in that career, in that journey, where he had a really hard decision to make. And, um, you know, I just thank God for Hazel already being in his life and and for him taking being a follower of Christ seriously, because he had to make a hard decision whether or not to compromise or be obedient. And so, Craig, will you share kind of your journey with us, uh, that story I love so much about how you persevered in obedience and how God's blessed you from that? Sure. Well, back in, 2000, in the summer of 2011, um, I was at just kind of one of those 
places at Champion Coach. We'd been doing it about, I guess, 12 years at the time, and it was really starting to bog me down, and I, I just wasn't enjoying it very much anymore, and was just kind of, I was almost just ready to quit, really, and uh, the business was doing well. Everything was going good. It's just, I, I just, I don't know if I was burned out or what it was, but in August of um, 2011, I got a phone call from a guy at the University of Florida, and uh, long, long story short, introduced me to uh, some people at CBS Sports, and uh, gave us a great opportunity with CBS Sports to partner with them and use one of our motor coaches, which is actually the same motor coach that we use for all of the National Day of Prayer tours, I might add, hmm. Hmm. use one of our motor coaches uh, for CBS to promote uh, the SEC on CBS, which if you're a football fan from the South, you know that uh, that's Georgia, Alabama, Florida, South Carolina. That is what college football is. <laughs> people, people in the Big Amen. Ten may have a problem with that statement, Craig. We have <laughs> listeners all over the country. Let's be nice. The Pac-10 people, the phones are ringing now, Craig. They're irritated at you. Okay, sorry. That's okay. They know the SEC is a, is a you know, a mental, uh, we, we need we need counseling. <laughs> sorry, Craig. But, Let's know, go it, back it to your story. Life. Sorry, Craig. I just had to, I had to try that. <laughs> I don't want to make them mad, but, Jim, I haven't seen any of them in the college football playoffs oh, at all. Oh, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. So, anyway, it was near and dear to you. So, this was a big deal, this phone call, right? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, we um, we um, did a deal with CBS Sports, and our bus and our brand, a little company in South Carolina, um, started by Hazel and I, was on CBS. I'll never forget the first game, we were sitting in, Hazel and I were sitting in the press box at, um, at Florida, at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium at the University of Florida. And the CBS broadcast is on the, the monitors up above us. And part of our deal with CBS was for them to show a wraparound picture of the bus during the telecast. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget seeing that, that image on CBS. And, and, and even now, it, it, it makes me emotional to think about it. What that deal with CBS did for me is my story was is that I'd always wanted to be a sportscaster. And, you know, the Lord had taken me on a different track in my life to start and own a motor coach company. But yet, he never forgot that dream he put in my heart, and he brought that all the way back around. So here I was sitting in the broadcast booth and getting to experience everything that went along with putting a game on television. I got to know all the announcers. I got to spend time with them and do all that, and it was just an amazing experience. We went through the whole season, went to a number of games with them, and uh, just really fell in love with it. And then uh, in early November of 2011, um, Alabama and LSU played in in Tuscaloosa, and they were number one and number two in the country at the time. The game was on primetime television for CBS, and I had went to the airport and picked up a guy and met a guy by the name of George Schweitzer, who was the president of CBS. And he had told me at the time he had heard a lot of good things about Champion Coach and our deal with CBS Sports, and he told me he wanted to do a deal with CBS Television and wanted us to do a nationwide tour during the summer months of 2012 and uh, and promote CBS's uh, lineup that would be coming out in the fall of 2012. And I remember standing there in the hotel listening to him talk about that, and I thought, wow, I mean, that'd be great because, you know, we're really slow during the summer, and this particular bus we have doesn't do a whole lot during the summer months. So 
this would be great. But I also remember thinking, I'm not really sure as a Christian that I could promote CBS's fall lineup, not even knowing what it was, but I was very aware of, you know, the message that television had, the violence and the language and uh, just the content in general was not something that lined up with the values of champion coach and what we were promoting as a company. And so I remember thinking that that day. Fast forward a few months, I thought, you know what, this guy's talking, this will never come about. But a few months later, Hazel and I found ourselves at CBS Television City in Hollywood sitting at his desk. And if I thought he was the man that day, I knew he was the man when I walked into his office. Hmm. And uh, he looked at us and told us what he wanted to do and told us he wanted to use Champion Coach to do it. Uh, No questions asked, no talk of finances or anything like that. And so here we were with – this deal uh, for this bus and the, and what hung in the balance was a multi-year deal with CBS Sports, and that's really what I wanted. So he put a contingent one upon the other, and so you're, you, you know, when you come to a place like that, Hazel, you're sitting there alongside Craig. Uh, this is a big deal. Uh, I'm sure is worth a lot of money. A lot of times, as husbands, when we see the opportunity for a big contract, a big deal, we're thinking this is a good deal. But a lot of times our wives are hearing the voice of God before we hear the voice of God. What were you hearing God say, Hazel, when you guys were sitting in that big wigs corner office with the windows overlooking, you know, you know, Hollywood Boulevard or whatever? Well, first of all, it was a you uh, felt honored to be there. You know, I mean, he was, um, you know, just his status and, and all the movies that had been produced. I mean, it was it was very exciting um, but on the other hand, we knew, you know, we didn't know um, the specifics of what this show was going to be about. We didn't, um, we didn't, you know, just know anything about it. We were kind of going into it with um, a contract without knowing details. Um, so, but, but we just had this sense that it probably wasn't something that we wanted to get involved in. Um, we knew it would be a multi-year contract, um, but something was just telling telling me first um, that it's, this may not be good for Champion Coach. It, it may not be what uh, what God has for you. Um, so uh, with with that, we were just we had our guard up. So we were just we were just treading some territory that we were unfamiliar with. So then what did you do with that? And what happened next that made you guys have to make some decisions? So we ended up, you know, I sought a lot of counsel, my pastor and a lot of, you know, godly friends that I have around that have a lot of wisdom. I I really went to everybody, and Hazel and I prayed about it. And I just, because honestly, I wanted to do it so bad. (laughs) Because Mm. that year CBS was going to have the Super Bowl. They have the Final Four every year. They had the Masters. And I was just going to be able to be at all of that stuff and be involved in all of that and the exposure that we were going to get. And I guess the, 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 the neatest thing about the whole deal was is that that bus was constantly going into our, to our customer base. We were going in to the big college campuses and to the big venues where we do business, and it gave us a lot of credibility and um, a lot of name recognition. But 
You know, I just wanted that so very badly because I loved the touch of the broadcasting and where I had wanted to be at another point in my life and the people that I was meeting and I was working with just a lot of great people, worldly but great, and um, a lot of driven people. And it just really inspired me to get back involved in my business and pick up the pieces of where I had been in that summer when I was kind of not at a good place in the business and not where I had been in the past. But we ended up um, agreeing to do the deal with CBS. And um, one day I walked into Hazel's office. I still get emotional talking about this. And um, there was a uh, USA Today um, story. You know, uh, there's many. There's that uh, great comedian uh, T- Tim Hawkins sings the Cletus take the wheel, or uh, you know, but it's Jesus take the wheel. Je- that whole this is this word. Craig and Hazel Dance they put this into action. They have 36 coaches that that take people on the road with eight wheels and a big bus, and the wheels on the bus go round and round. I mean, there's all kinds of songs about buses, and that's not what this is about today. This show was made possible by Love 2020. it's your birthday, so you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. Can I sing? <laughs> uh, Kathy Branzell with Love 2020 is here today, to, and she's the one that invited Craig and Hazel to be on. We're so thankful for all of you. Kathy Branzell, why don't you reintroduce our guest today? Yeah, this is my dear friends. Um, Hazel and Craig Dance from South Carolina, the owners, founders of Champion Coaches. And uh, when we were just running into the break, Craig was sharing the story about how obedience is crucial but not always easy and how he had just signed this great, incredible deal with CBS and um, was going to get to introduce their fall lineup. Their buses were going to be wrapped in it. And he walked into Hazel's office and saw a U.S. News um, article, and we had to stop in there. And mm-hmm. so we've all been hanging on the edge of our seats. So, Craig, can you pick up the story from there and finish finish that out for us? Yeah, so I walked into Hazel's office, and there was a, a newspaper sitting on the desk, and it said C- the title of the uh, story was CBS Unveils Fall Lineup. And so I started reading that story and r- noticed that there was a show in there called Partners. And you can imagine what it was going to promote and I knew right then that, you know, we'd reached the end of the road with CBS. And so I had to call CBS and tell them that I would not do anything that would promote, that I just couldn't promote that show. And I told him why. I told him I was a Christian, that it didn't line up with the values of our company. It didn't line up with what I was, um, you know, trying to teach my kids at home and that we just couldn't do it. And uh, he told me, he said, okay, he said his exact words were, to me, where there has to be a compromise. We've got, there's got to be a middle ground where we can compromise. And I told him that we couldn't compromise on this. And um, a lot of things happened in the interim, but the bottom line is, is that we didn't compromise and we lost the CBS, what they called the buzz tour, and um, subsequently lost our deal with CBS Sports as well. Mm. But the important thing to note is, is that we didn't miss a beat. At the time, 2012 turned out to be the best year we ever had at Champion Coach. Uh, There was a lot of revenue, a lot of exposure tied to the deal with CBS, but we didn't lose anything as a company. Uh, What we found out is we took a stand, we honored the Lord, and he honored our decision. And he had blessed our business all up until then, and that's the one reason we knew we, we had to do that. And he's blessed us since then and continues to bless us to this day. 
more than we could have ever asked or dreamed. Well, it's kind of like that moment that Abraham had after he went and rescued Lot and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and had all of their loot, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah said, just take our stuff, and Abraham goes, I don't want any of your stuff. I want what's ours or what was Lot's. You take your stuff. I don't want your stuff. I mean, that was a huge temptation. I mean, for Abraham, that would have been billion, maybe millions or maybe even billions of dollars in gold and whatever. And he had to say no, because he trusted God with that stuff. And, and he tithed, he tithed on it to the, to the, uh, um, I can't think of the priest's name right now. Um, but Melchizedek, thank you. I mean, it was a tough decision. So, but, but Craig, as you're telling no to CBS, I mean, you're having to break a contract. You're having to say, no, I can't go forward. There were some scary moments there. Hazel, how were you and Craig praying as you knew that call to CBS might not go so well? Well, at, at first we didn't know it wouldn't go so well. We thought we could um, maintain the CBS Sports contract. Um, we, we really felt confident that we were providing a good service. We had um, done everything that we needed to do as far as what the contract called for. Um, we did them a great job. We had people on the, uh, at different games um, just making sure everything was going well. Um, so at the time, we, we thought we had the CBS sports contract and we could still run the bus, that bus. Um, but as, as the conversations and the calls kept coming in, we, we realized at that time that it wasn't going um, the way we had hoped for. But that was okay um, because we knew that, that we couldn't compromise on this. Um, it's, it's, it was just who we are in Christ. Um, we, we trust him. Um, we trust God that, who is always faithful to us um, that our decisions, as long as they line up with, with his word, that he'll take care of us. So we, yep. we really were not worried. It was a, a huge disappointment because I knew that it was Craig's dream to do the, the bus and have um, the bus inside was, was like a... a TV well, studio. Yeah, they had, they had yep. made it in TV studio, so players were coming on, being intervie- interviewed. So it was just... It was just his his dream of being that sportscaster and, and just being that close mm-hmm. to it. That was the yeah. biggest disappointment for me, um, to, to look at the excitement that, that he had during football season and, and everywhere that yeah. the bus was parked and the, the TV coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was an exciting season. And to see that come to an end, um, it, it was disappointing, but we knew that that that's just part of of God's plan for us. So let's um, talk about that for a minute. Yeah. God, how did God redeem that decision for you guys? What um, what have you ta- what has been one of some of your takeaways from that? Well, I, just the blessing on the business. I mean, you could just you could just see it. Um, you know, our business has just thrived since then. Um, really more business than we can even run with our buses. And, uh, mm-hmm. just, you know, we honored him, and he honored us by doing that. And I just knew it and um, just had full confidence. Was it disappointing? Yes. It's still many times when I see that bus, they still do that. It's still disappointing sometimes. Sure. 
Sure. But in the intimate details of our life that God's always working out, as all of these phone calls were taking place in 2012, God was working on the National Day of Prayer board and staff, and God had really stirred in us that we wanted to start doing Pray for America bus tours, and that we wanted to go out and teach the nation to pray, and that you couldn't call a nation to pray until you went out and you were in the streets, you were at the parks, you were in the trenches, and you were going to the seven mountains of influence, and you were meeting people and saying, how can we pray for you, and then praying for them right there. And it was incredible to see um, in almost a moment that the two clicked together, where uh, God wanted us out across America, praying for America, with America, and now Craig's got this bus that he's got parked, this beautiful, incredible bus where people could do interviews and be hosted, and uh, there could be this great rap on it, and, um, and God put us together with Hazel and Craig. And, and Craig, I just have to ask you, in all of that hurt, and, and um, God was blessing you, I know, but what prompted you to be willing to help the National Day of Prayer send this bus out across this nation and what over four years of bus tours has now um, resulted in, in hundreds of people coming to know Jesus Christ as Lord, Lord, and Savior, but probably hundreds of thousands of prayers being spoken for America and across America and all different areas of cultural influence. What, what prompted you and Hazel to do that for the National Day of Prayer and with the National Day of Prayer? So we were involved in the National Day of Prayer, but um, the, when, I, when we started Champion Coach back in 1998, we started it with three pillars, and one of those pillars was to be able to sow back into the kingdom. And uh, mm-hmm. we had always wanted to and had been called to use the resources that we've been blessed with to sow back into the kingdom. And so what we've done with that is partnered not only with the National Day of Prayer, but with other ministries, Family Research Council, um, the Urban Alternative, uh, Focus on the Family, Family Talk, just a number of ministries that we've partnered with and allowed them to use our resources um, to promote their message, the God, whether it's the gospel or whether it's prayer, whatever it is. So we, that's just what we do. That's what we've been called to do. And, uh, our, uh, my whole personal testimony is really centered around the lessons I learned in giving and um, when I didn't give and then when I start learn to give and be obedient to the Lord. Mm. It's what we're, that's what we're called to do. I feel very strongly about it. So I feel true. led and called to be a giver and to sow back into the kingdom Amen. with the resources that we've been given. And we've been Thank blessed you. far more than we can ever imagine and, and more than we deserve. And, you know, again, that what, what's What's just so special about that bus, bus 3047 in our fleet, is the whole story of how we acquired that bus. we got to be done, Craig, and I hate that. We're going to have to pick that up on another story. Craig and Hazel Dance with ChampionCoach.com. Thank you so much for being on iWorkRim. Kathy Branzel from Love 2020, thanks for arranging this. You guys, I hate it that we had to drop off in the middle of bus 3047, but maybe, Craig, you can reach him out. We'll we'll, we'll catch the rest of that story in the fifth segment, maybe one day. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.